Good afternoon. My name is Marc-André Pelletier. I'm president and CEO of Pantera Resources uh, Limited. Uh, Marc-André, uh, good to see you. Happy New Year to you, sir. I think we're allowed to, still allowed to say that. Um, wanted, wanted to catch up because it was always quite nice to kind of, sort of lay out you know, plans for the, the year, um, but also just to look back um, at last year. It was a difficult year for a lot of, a lot of uh Mining equities uh, companies, gold in particular, big disconnect between price uh, and equity price, uh, commodities price and equities price. Um, what were the things that you did last year? What are the decisions that you made last year you, that you think are important for you this year? Good question, Matthew. Uh, Happy New Year, by the way. Have been uh, I joined Bonterra on January 17, so it's been uh, almost a year now on on the big on the big seat. It's been a very challenging year, like you said, but also very busy for Bantera. And and one of the first thing, if you remember, is was to put put the right strategy in place. You know, with new management, uh, to make sure that the company was put the right strategy and and basically do what we said we're going to do. And and that's the first thing I did uh, with the board, uh, looking at uh, our assets. As you know, we have a very large resources, 3 million ounces, uh, yeah, all in Quebec, and and we have infrastructure, so we have a, a large deposits, we have infrastructure like a mill, and what do we do next? And it became very clear that the baggy uh, deposit was, was the asset to move uh, forward uh, toward, toward production restart. So, uh, Following that, we have initiated a PEA that was uh, on the Baggy Open Pit uh, project that was published published in June. Uh, fairly positive, uh, very small scale project, uh, but positive, looking good. You know, we we at the Bonterra we had the bootstrap approach, so we want to start small and go the business, and we thought that Baggy Open Pit was the right project. Uh, the PA showed that it it was a good project, you know, to move on, and and we made the decision to pursue with a pre feasibility study in the second half of the year. One of the things we have noticed during that process is a significant increase of cost, uh, contractors, uh, labor, and supplies, and and uh, that negatively impacted uh, the economic of the project. So even if between the PA and the PFS had been only six months, uh, about six months of, of work, you know, uh, the inflation and the, the pressure on, on the market and the cost significantly uh, change during a very short period of time. So one of the things we decided is to put a pause uh, to uh, put a hold on, on the PFS, on the uh, baggy open pit. By the meantime, we started an infill drilling program in August for the underground portion of the deposit. And uh, we made the decision, you know, to pause the, P the PFS on the baggy open pit and continue the infill drilling program for the baggy underground. Another thing that we've done is the technical review of the bachelor de deposit, the bachelor mine. And uh, we did it internal. And uh, 
we, we, one thing we realized is we did not have enough resource there to support a, a restart of the bachelor mine itself. And it resulted to uh, actually a cost-saving initiative for us when we made the decision to uh, to shut down the underground infrastructure at Bachelor. Uh, it was a big decision to make, but at the end, we believe we're going to save about $3 million Canadian a year, so which is a significant amount of money for a company like Bontero. Right, okay. So you, I think we talked about the, the that decision at Bachelor last time we spoke, um, back in September. So it, understood, saves, saves money, makes sense. But help me with the PFS bit here, right? So the, the PEA w- w- was good. Obviously, we saw these inflationary pressures um, across the market. From, you know, most companies putting out economic studies at the, uh, and, and the second half of last year got absolutely hammered for it um, because it showed the real cost of doing business at that time. Now, some of those costs are starting to recede. I, I, I think, well, I, you can tell me if you think that's the case, um, but it's got a long way to go yet. So perhaps the, the, the delay to the PFS and the focus on, on uh, infill drilling on the underground component is the right thing to do. But what are you looking for underground? Is the, is the grade the same with, as with the open pit or have you got a slightly higher grade going on there? The underground, what we expect to get from the underground is about the twice higher grade. So, so I think that's that will benefit the, the production restart at Barry. Uh, we're not sure yet if it's going to be, you know, a bit of open pit at the start, and then you know, as the underground ramp up, increase of production from the underground. But for project perspective, a higher grade from from the underground would definitely benefit the economic of the project. Uh, we 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 had the strategy to restart the production as quick as possible. That was my mandate, and and that's the reason why we focused on the open pit. Mining lease is in place. There's been some previous mining there. It it makes sense to start with the pit. We knew the underground would take a bit more time. That's why we focus first on the open pit. Uh, since we. We, you know, we advanced the PFS. We realized that, you know, we we're going to need higher grade or uh, to pay off some some of the uh, some of our capital project, and and that's the reason why we just started to, you know, that big infill drilling program. We're talking about 125,000 meters of drilling. We did about 25,000 last year. This year we're going to do 60 to 80 depending on how that goes. So so as you can see, we're moving toward, uh, you know, uh, on the ground at the Barry. Okay, so, so, so again, help people listening to this understand that. So the, the open pit grade is not good enough to deal with the higher kind of capex environment that this inflationary environment has, has caused. You're going to need to um, get higher grade. Now, you can go and get that underground, you're saying, because it's, tw- it's twice the grade. Do you just solely go for the underground component and leave the open pit, or do you kind of blend the two? I mean, would, would a blended... And, and so I, I, like, I know you haven't got an economic study on this thing, but you guys know what it, what it costs to mine underground in, in the region. Lots of mines around you. You get a really good sense of will it work or not. So do you know which option you're veering towards? One thing I would like to mention, Matthew, is only 10% of the resources at Barry. Is, is actually 
open pit. And so 90%, so the bulk, the bulk of the resources on the ground. And we're talking about 1.2 million. So, so you see the scale. I mean, really, I think I said that before, the pit is the first cake in the can, and it's a small can. It's 150,000 ounces. The, the bigger can is the underground, uh, 1.2 million ounces. Now, you're right. The cost to mine underground are higher. But the cost for those capital projects, like the mill expansion, the tailings management error, those costs are going to remain the same. So, so we think we're going to improve the margin by mining higher grade or from on the underground. And, and also the life of mine. Uh, the baggy open pit was on, I think, a bit more than four years. And for the underground, uh, what we're looking at actually at the moment, it's only the first half of the deposit underground, which is about 300 meters deep. Uh, you know, so what's the, we're talking about two to 300,000 ounces to mine there. So for a life of mine perspective, uh, five to eight years. So so the scale, the life of mine of the project will, will, will help the, the economic. Right. Okay. So, well, again, if you look at bankers and the guys who are going to finance the capex, they're going to be looking for you know ten years life of mine plus. That's going to make them feel comfortable. So, there's got to be a plan which says we we can get there. This drilling that we are this infill drilling uh, is giving us a bit more certainty about the underground component and, and the grade for sure. But bankers are going to want to see well how many total ounces. What's the cost of those? Answers. And if you're saying, well, the PEA open pit is only 10% of the, of, of, of the resource, so maybe that PEA is, is null and void now. Maybe we need to do a P, go PEA um, on the underground component. And again, that's going kind to of stretch the time frame for this thing out. So I guess the market would be really interested to understand there, you know, when do you get to the point where you make a decision on how you move forward? Or, or is this you now telling us that, that actually you already know the underground component is the solution here? We, we don't know yet. We, we are training uh, the infield drilling program. We, if you look at our last uh, couple of releases, we, we did get some really good interceptions. We actually intercepted the highest grain interceptions at Barry with 333 grams per ton over half, half a meter. There's definitively gold there. Uh, what we would like to do is continue the drilling for at least mid-year uh, this year, and then reassess the next step, the right. So logically, it would be a, a mineral resource estimate update followed by a PEA. So that's kind of the logic we, we're going to proceed. However, we're not ready yet to make that decision. Uh, you talk about the bankers and the ounces. Uh, we don't believe we need to define the entire deposit before we can start production. And, and many mines are started like that and keep finding ore at depth and keep keep and keep adding life on mine. So that's that's really our approach there. Okay, no, I understand that. We've we've lots of companies that are producers have come on here. We've they've got a life of mine of less than five years, and but they've had a, a life of mine. Of less than five years for uh, twenty years, yes. <laughs> they just keep going. They keep finding. It's nothing. Nothing wrong with that. It's just understanding that that is the the model. Um, and the other bit that you just told me is getting into kind of cash flow. Ec sorry, economic cash flow, positive cash flow, is what you what you want to focus on. So, 
first six months, continue drilling, see what you're getting on the underground component, then potentially a, a PEA on, on, on that model to kind of define the economics. Is, is, that, is that what I, I heard? All the work we've done for the very open pit PFS is, is not lost. We, you know, we, we did get some really good data, get good engineering on some of the major capital expenses, the tailings management area, you know, so, so those, that information would be very useful. It's not lost. It wasn't a waste of money. You know, it's just, we're taking a pause, but you know, we, we continue to, to hide weights on, on the project. Right. Okay. So you told us the the size size of the drill plan that you're you're, you're going for here. I mean, like you said, three hundred thirty uh, grams per, per ton, albeit over you know just half half a meter and one hundred fifty eight uh, grams per ton over half a meter and twenty two grams over four and a half meters. You're finding these sort of high grade veining. So is it? It's clearly underground. It's different from open pit. But is also the style of the ore body different? Or was was that? Um, what you were seeing with the open pit too? The, it's a good question. Uh, as What we see as we're getting deeper is uh, we have many type of zones. Uh, the H series, which is the uh, the flatter oil lenses. We talk about 30 degrees. We, we see them more as we get deeper. They contain a lot of gold. They are high grade, uh, but they are narrow. And and that's what we need to we need to improve our understanding of the those zones. Uh, we need to see if they are more continuous. The continuity is very important. The grade continuity. Uh, how in the upper half of the uh, deposit is about I'd say forty percent vertical lenses and maybe sixty percent of shallow or deeper zones. And as we get deeper. Uh, the 60% shallow probably get to 80%. So there's more and more each series as we get deeper. It's interesting. I'd, I'd love to you kind of come on and maybe kind of show us what, what you're seeing there because um, clearly, you know, chasing narrow veins, th- there's a lot of dilution in, involved in that, especially when you kind of get at depth. It get, it's going to get harder and more expensive, et cetera. So um, how, how close are these, these, these lenses and these you know, shallow dipping zones that you're seeing? I mean... Are you, are you getting the sense that this this is mineable economically? Again, I, just, so, I know you've done a study, but you, you've been around the block, you've built a few things, and you know you, you built a few mines. I'm interested in what your initial feeling is around what you've got, and therefore how you drill, because that that drill plan, that that drill model, is really, really important to you know how you spend your money. So, what, what are you saying? One of the really good thing about berries is we're, we're very close to surface. So it's, it's not a very deep our body. Uh, total resources is 600 meters deep. Where, where we are specifically looking at is from zero down to 300. So, so it's very shallow, close to surface. So productivity should be good in terms of hauling and those kind of things. Uh, you are correct about dilution. Uh, Dilution is actually our enemy, so so we need good practices, good mining practices. It's something that we we've been looking at last year. We're going to continue to look at at the same time as we are doing the definition drilling. We're looking at the mining aspect, as you know, Matthew. Mining is my background, so it's something I actually really enjoy to do, and and 
we're, we're working a bit ahead, but we know we know that it's going to come. So so we're looking at you know uh, maybe a bit more conventional mining method like uh, cut and fill, so very specific. You develop through the ore, you fill, and then you go to the next cut. Those those kind of mining method uh, reduce the dilution. However, they are usually typically more expensive because they're not bulk mining, it's more selective mining. So to, to be honest, we, we got to do the work, we, but we got to do it right. And uh, some of the costs that, that we get from the PFS will be used, but there are some specific costs that, especially for the selective mining, that needs to be looked at. And, and we are working on that, uh, getting prepared, you know, once we get ready for a PEA, the next next study, we're going to have a good handle on that. So, But it's, uh, it's technical work, has to be done right, because, you know, uh, the, the economic of the project depends on those, those, those assumptions that we're going to make, for example, dilution, mining method, cost per ton. Those, those, those costs are going to be very important. And, and again, in this very particular environment, inflation, high pressure on cost, there's, there's no room for mistake, especially for a company like Bontero. Last year, we, I think we took the responsible approach by you know, putting a hold that was the right thing to do for the company. And, and we want to make sure that for the, the next step, we're going to do it right. Okay, well, tell, tell, tell me this. Okay, you've got whatever, seven, eight million bucks left um, in, in, in the kitty. Um, so, in, in, so in a very meaningful way, if the market continues to be slow, you could choose what speed you, you, you allocate that capital, right? So there, there is that. But you've, you've, got, what, you've got a couple, couple of rigs turning on, on this um, underground component. Um, so can, you, can we get hone in on precisely what you're chasing at the moment, where you're going to see the most success and, and the speed at which you um, spend the money. I think you've, you've, you've talked about, you know, 6,000 meters a month um, sort of level, but has that thinking evolved? Our, our drilling uh, campaign is, is actually focused on, on the, uh, the highest grade area of the deposit. So we are very, we're not doing systematic drilling. We are drilling where we think, you know, we're gonna get uh, a, a positive cash flow uh, mining. So, so that's that's our main focus. Uh, we we did, you know, we did get some really good high grade hits. So we need to confirm those those hits because they carry a lot of ounces. And and you know, for a mining perspective, you. You want to make sure that your resources are going to be right. So, so we're very selective uh, draining. Uh, we have implemented many cost-saving initiatives uh, last year. Even late last year, we we we've done uh, uh, more. We made the decision to combine the, the two mining camps, Gladiator and Barry, together as one camp. You know, some of those fixed costs that just carry on. So. It, so we were very sharp on 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 the money. Uh, we're not wasting our money. Money is very important, especially these days. And and we we intend to spend the money in the most efficient way as possible. 
Okay, well, look, um, look, I just want to quick, quick catch up with you and um, uh, Marc-Andre. It, it's, it's clear that we're going to see a lot of drilling results coming out over the next six months or so. That's, that's the focus and, you know, hopefully more of what we saw in December from you. Um, and then a decision about how, how you move forward. You're going to need to raise capital at some point, at presumably end of Q1, some point in Q2, to kind of, you know, keep that pace um, going. Um, stay in touch, as well as I say. <laughs> stay in touch, let us know how you're getting on, because I, I, I like the honesty. I like the honesty of, you know, in terms of how the strategy evolves as the data changes, so can your, your decision-making. I have no problem with that. Um, so, um, yeah, good, good luck with the drilling. Uh, we'll see you soon. And maybe come on and get a little bit technical with us with regards to the drill modeling, et cetera. I'd, I'd really like to see that. The takeaway, Matthew, is, you know, we, we have the right team. We are on the right ground. You know where we are. The ABCB Greenstone Belt, 3 million ounces. Just next by Cisco Mining, which just published a feasibility study. This is a power line being built at the moment as we speak that will have some positive impact on on our project uh it's something again we will consider yeah it it, it costs a lot of money but hydro is much cheaper than diesel especially any and don't forget the esg perspective as well so there, there's some something happening in this camp uh, as we speak we we're doing what we have to do to develop our project and i think at the end it's going to be very positive so we have the right strategy, you know, things, things, it's like a puzzle. Huh? You put, uh, think, uh, I think it's going to make a nice puzzle. <laughs> We're going to work on it in 2023 for sure.